Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to the disciples, About that day and hour no one knows, neither the angels of heaven nor the Son, but only the Father. For as the days of Noah were, so will be the coming of the Son of Man. For as in those days before the flood they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day Noah entered the ark. And they knew nothing until the flood came and swept them all away. So too will be the coming of the Son of Man. Then two will be in the field. One will be taken and one will be left. Two women will be grinding meal together. One will be taken, one will be left. Keep awake, therefore, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But understand this. If the owner of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an unexpected hour. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Good morning. Let us pray. Holy God, we pray for peace and help us to work for good. Amen. The coming of the Son of Man could be the second coming of Jesus Christ. We think about this on the first Sunday of Advent. Jesus said that when the Son of Man comes, people will be taken away or disappeared. Jesus compares the Son of Man coming to a thief breaking into a house to steal. And again, Jesus compares the coming of the Son of Man to when the flood came and only Noah and his family were spared because of the ark they had built. The coming of Jesus may not be what we expect it will probably be very disruptive. But we fool ourselves. Some people say that if you have accepted Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, then you will get to bypass judgment of the Son of Man and go directly to heaven. I think that's wishful thinking. Paul writes in Romans that we should make no provision for the flesh. The same group of people who fantasize about a rapture also make a big to-do about the flesh. They claim that men rule over women. They go so far as to say that only men have the authority even to make coffee. And why do they say this? Because in the Bible, they claim it says Hebrews. Get it? Hebrews. <laughs> it's a bunch of baloney thinking that some flesh is better than others. Thinking and acting like that only hurts ourselves, our relatives, 
and our friends. That's why in Psalm 122 this morning it says, For the sake of my family and friends, I will pray for the peace of Jerusalem, and I will work to do good. Pray for peace and work for good. Richard Fierro is a real-life example of what faithfulness looks like. He was with his wife and daughter at an LGBT nightclub, Club Q, in Colorado. Now, if you had asked me a couple weeks ago, Pastor, is it the model of faithfulness to go to an LGBT club with your wife and daughter? I honestly don't know how I would have answered. But if you haven't seen the news story, let me tell you. This was a dad who was there with his family, and while he was there, the unthinkable happened. Well, I don't know if I should say the unthinkable, because this happens with far too much regularity. A gunman with an AR-15 stormed the club and began to kill people and cause terror. Richard, who is a U.S. Army veteran, took the man with the weapon down. From behind, he grabbed him by the collar of his bulletproof vest and yanked him down. He direct, began to direct bystanders to help him, and they subdued the perpetrator. Richard saved lives. We pray for peace, and we work for good. Believing in the coming of the Son of Man means being prepared at any time to do the right thing. We can see Jesus in the faces of those who surround us and in our own faces as well. Richard Fierro said that everyone in that club became his family, and he did everything in his power to protect them. That was Richard in the moment of judgment, not just believing in the Son of Man, but being faithful to Him. I would say that was Richard being the Son of Man, something each and every one of us can do and will be called on to do. Anyone could be the Son of Man. Pray for peace and work for good. Isaiah the prophet says, swords will be beaten into plowshares, and spears will be turned into pruning hooks. Today, Isaiah would say that all of our guns could be melted down into power tools, so that every moment of our lives, we pray for peace and work for good. There is a better world. Things can be better than they are right now. The people of the earth could peacefully gather in Jerusalem and worship together. We can imagine peace both within our walls and outside of our walls if we pray for peace and work for good. The other day, someone told me that they were suffering from guilt. They said, oh, pastor, 
there's nothing I can do to get rid of this guilty feeling of something bad that I did. And I said, good. If you feel guilty, it means you have a conscience and you care about what's right and what's wrong. Maybe a little bit of guilt is God's way of teaching us to never repeat bad mistakes again. And she looked at me and she laughed and said, no one has ever told me that. And she said, okay. So when is Jesus coming? Take a look in the mirror, pray for peace, and work for good. Amen. We sing our hymn of the day. Please stand.